I don't believe in God. I know God. I love me some Jesus. You <laughs> too much. That's crazy. <laughs> That's on the next episode. It's the moon reading. I rock with you, Yaya. It's all love. They better listen to this advice. We good. You crazy, girl. This is what this show is about, all right? We with keep the it real. real and real talk. The God in God talk. Today is Tuesday, September 6th, and you're listening to Real Talk on God Talk, a podcast for people who skip church for brunch on Sundays. Hey, Yaya. Hey, Truth. What's, what's up, girl? Good? What's good? What's good? Look, you on the Tuesday. <laughs> we back for the grand re re Oh, re, my God. Reopening. <laughs> the grand re 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 Yes. Okay. <laughs> I had to make sure because I'm like, mm. oh Girl. my goodness. Mm-hmm. How are you? I'm actually doing good. I, I don't love know it. Uh, if listeners can hear a little bit of levity in my voice, a little bit of <laughs> a weight lifted. Nah. Um. I know. Last time. Last time. Last time we we talked. Your girl was down bad. Your girl was down bad. <laughs> a little recap. I think yeah. what was it? The, it was the Lenten season. Yes, it was. That's right. Yes, yes. I was spiraling. Mm. <laughs> like I won't. I won't say heavy depression, but it was getting pretty bad. Um, I I think last episode to show you. It's been so long since it's we recorded minute, the last yeah. episode. Yeah, last episode, I think I was. Um, God had called me. I, I felt a calling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was giving yes. my testimony. The last That's episode. right. I remember um, that. I felt a calling to give up the marijuanas mm-hmm. <laughs> for a little while, and I'm here on the other side, like five six months later, wow. saying that was God. Mm. Long story short. Yeah. Your girl got another uh, career opportunity yes. that definitely tested. Yes. <laughs> and I was definitely sober, 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 sober Ooh. because God put it on my heart. What did God randomly, do it though? I won't say randomly. Nothing is random. No. But God put it on my heart to, you know, give up that proclivity for some time. Yeah. And in that time in which I trusted God and said, all right, you know, mm-hmm. I'm just give it up. Cold turkey for a little while. A little yeah. Lenten season. Thing, thing, thing. And job offer came through and your girl is in a totally different space i love it mentally emotionally mm-hmm. financially to change yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey you know what they say they say um when god could trust you with a little he knows he could trust you with a lot so say that. you well, go. God, done gave me a little you know <laughs> that he had to give you a lot you know i'm, I'm ready for a lot yeah mm-hmm. so hey well that that's really good to hear um what else? I know it has been a minute. It has been a minute. We How sorry, y'all. Like it just happened. <laughs> like you know, it, it's like that. Let's you know, see. it's life. You know, but I think um, it's it's been good. Uh, still working at my same job, but I've moved up within the company, so that's been really good. Hey, big baller. You big know what I'm saying with the ching. You know, <laughs> so that's been really good. Um, yeah, things are just going good. You know, I think everybody is. We're trying to get all back into the motion, you know, post COVID as much as we can, mm. dealing with monkeypox, COVID, right? <laughs> and then, you know, every other thing, you know, that's happening in the world. So I think, you know, everybody, we're just trying to all do our best, you know, trying to get back some sense of normalcy. Um, but it's been good. I would say, uh, went on like first real, real vacation 
since like COVID. So that was nice. Had a, nice. you know, I did a bougie up in Martha's Vineyard. So that was beautiful. Okay. The bourgeoisie came <laughs> to You know play. what I'm saying? You know, you know. <laughs> so it was How cool. Was yeah, it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was good. Like good beach time, you know, walked around, got to know a new city. Um, so it was, it was, it was really good. I, I had a blast. It was something I definitely needed. So very, very happy. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. All right. So we hear. Um, Wait. So I I saw a post from you today where you started. You were saying about your your journey of a hundred books. Oh. Right. So I had a question because I was like, why did you even begin that journey? Like, how did that start? Okay. So okay, I'll give you all uh real talk, fam. A little bit of background. So uh, during the pandemic. Uh, shit like it's not still a pandemic but you know at the height of <laughs> mm-hmm. quarantine you're in the house you have nowhere to go whatever yeah uh of course like a lot of people I started reading more you know good binging tv doing stuff but as I started reading more um my mom had put me on to the underground railroad by mm-hmm. Colson Whitehead right yeah you know uh New York Times bestseller I don't know yeah. if that was the one that won the uh Pulitzer or whatever I don't yeah. know but it's a pretty popular book and when I read it it really just opened up the joy of reading and mm-hmm. the ways in which words and imagination can really make you feel free yeah. and like I think I think for me it was just impactful because it was we're stuck in a house we're in the pandemic I'm reading about people gaining their freedom you know I'm reading about the power of actual literacy like how important how what that means for black people what that means for me contemporarily today and I was like I can read I like to read (laughs) (laughs) so I just randomly picked up like a number 100 Mm -hmm. it's like it's one of those things that I think I'm really doing for me you know like um it's not a smart goal. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't have any mm-hmm. date on it. I don't have any yeah. real time, but I'm going to read a hundred books and I've been I love taking it. my time. I think I've been probably doing it, I guess for a year now, like a year and change now. And I'm on book 32 or 33. Oh, okay. Look at you. That's what's up. That's really cool. I mean, you must get to see not only obviously like learn so much because you can learn so much from books, um, but also different writing styles yeah so I actually so um my mom she (laughs) my mommy bought me a kindle but you know she got me a kindle she put me on her little audible uh you know yes I have like a lot of different uh modalities I guess yes um and funny enough I was totally being a snob at first like oh I'm not gonna count you know audiobooks nah you gotta count them they count Listen, if you're getting the information and you're reading a book, you're yeah. fine. But I actually, so the last the last book I read, which is, um, you know, Truth and I had kind of talked about, yeah. what was some stuff we want to talk about on the show? And I was like, I got to talk about this. So yeah. everybody always want to talk about Will Smith. He slapped this guy at the, uh, yeah. this guy, Chris Rock. He, he slapped him at the Oscars. Yeah, yeah, yeah whatever. Mm-hmm. But his autobiography, mm-hmm. 10 stars. Really? <laughs> Not five stars, 10 stars. <laughs> Will okay. Smith appears to me to be one of the most emotionally aware, mm-hmm. um, sensitive, sweet, curious, seeking celebrities mm-hmm. that I have ever, that has ever like come into my sphere. Like okay. he seems just so self-aware, mm-hmm. like so self-aware. And so like 
I, the way I kind of interpreted his book was him kind of putting all his business on front street, like okay. laying it all bare, like completely mm-hmm. just vulnerably talking about all the shit that he's had to work through, probably yeah. therapy, probably his spiritual guys or his family, whatever, and putting it all on front street so that we don't kind of have to do that work on the back end. Gotcha. Like, we know okay. his story. We know his family's story. And now we can kind of like work through the principles that he's learned yeah. with his life as the guide, which mm. I think is really cool. Okay. So long story short, he, um, one of the stories that he tells, like, I don't think he's a practicing Buddhist per se. Mm. He might be, a, I don't remember, Yeah. but um, I don't think he's a practicing Buddhist per se, but he, in the book, he retells uh, a parable, right? Mm. So one of Buddha's parables. So, um, and it really had me thinking, I kind of wanted to ask you the question that came up. Yeah. So he tells a story of a man. uh, So there's a guy, right? Mm -hmm. He's traveling around along a path. Mm -hmm. So he's traveling, he's doing his thing, you know, able to make it. He's walking. Cool. He comes across like a river, uh, uh, expansive water so he needs to cross this river there's no bridge there's no nothing high currents it's dangerous whatever he finds all the tools he needs blood sweat and tears builds a raft right okay. so he builds this raft he makes it across the dangerous river gets to the other side Ta-da! it should mm. be a celebration right yeah but now he has this raft He put mad work into this raft. And so he's like, I'm obviously going to take it with me. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think he tries to like go through the jungle because the next part on the path is to get him to his final destination is the jungle. So he has to get through the jungle, whatever. He has a raft with him and it's completely in the way. He's bumping against (laughs) trees, you know, it's weighing down on him. Yeah. And so he's kind of left with a question. Mm -hmm. Does he continue his journey with his raft? He worked hard on it. It served its purpose. It helped him to like, you know, get through those times that he needed. Or does he let the raft go? Does he just leave it and leave all that work he put into it? Leave, you know, all of the safe, that sense of safety that he has with the raft. What if he comes across another river? Now he's asked out. He don't have a raft. For real. And so basically, I think he meets up with the Buddha somehow. And the Buddha explains to him that Dharma is like a raft. It's useful for crossing over Mm -hmm. the river, but not necessarily good for holding on to. The same raft that you had that, you know, took you across. It was useful, great, wonderful. It's not necessarily going to serve that same function on the next part of your journey. And so sometimes you just got to let shit go. Yeah. Like you just have to let <laughs> shit go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. And I think for Will Smith, I think he was using it for something like, I don't know. I think he might have had like a lot of bravado growing up because he felt like he had to. But that that way of being like single minded and having a lot of bravado, it doesn't serve him in his romantic relationship. It doesn't serve him in his family relationship like that single minded. like yeah. I'm going to meet my goal type of yeah. you know way of being. It doesn't yeah. serve him. And I think don't quote me on this in the book. Y'all read it yourself. You don't know what he's saying. <laughs> yeah. But I think what, what I really took away from myself is like I'm in a new place professionally mm-hmm. there's a lot of ways that I feel like insecure kind of yeah. like you know everybody's older than me everybody has a lot more career experience yeah. I jumped up y'all <laughs> <laughs> um 
And there are ways that I, ways of being that I had in that old phase of life that aren't necessarily serving me here. Mm. I think even with real, real talk, and you know, I think I'll probably go a little bit more into real talk. It's like yeah. my whole life, I have been a pretty personal like personal person like a private like you know i've talked to real talk listeners yeah Yeah, my family i've talked to y'all about this i've talked to you about this truth i've always been really private it served me it's helped me like as a black woman going through the world you can't have people knowing your business because people are going to weaponize it and use it against you you know i guess as a person going through the world people weaponize that type of thing but i think going into this next season for me i feel a sense of like that sense of like I have to be private I have to make sure everything's together mm-hmm. before I present it gotcha. to anybody yeah I think it's time to let that go a little bit yeah you know like I think I think I spent a lot of time wanting to make sure that like I'm worthy to talk about the God talk part Ooh. like like I'm smart enough I did That's enough research <laughs> I you know like I'm, I, I, I'm good enough yeah yeah like you're like you qualified enough to talk about yeah yeah i I hear you on the real talk part like the real part where it's like it it is what it is kind of like i am who i am it's either you fuck with me or you don't fuck with me right right exactly because qualified or not someone's gonna say you're qualified someone else gonna say you're not so it really don't matter (laughs) you know like Uh, eat you up regardless yeah exactly (laughs) it really will so it's like you know whoever needs to hear it that that's that's who we're doing this for you know yeah. everybody else i mean i think it says more about other people you know if, if you know when other people try to like bring you down i think it says more about them than about you basically but it did lead me to really kind of start to think of like what are some other rafts that we need mm. to let go of you know like what are some yeah. things that we've been taking from kind of like that old part of our life yeah whether it's us as individuals societally yeah. you know the church you know whatever mm-hmm. like what yeah. are some things that served us in the past that you know might have been good but it's time to just let it go you know you know what I, and I, I know i didn't mention this earlier when we were talking but now that you say it like that and i think i've had some time to like really dwell on it um i think one of the things that i probably should start letting go of is is like my commitment issue with the church right mm. so and and i'll say this because like i currently i do like audio at a church right great church you know everybody's super awesome you know everybody's really cool this is really the type of church that um i wish there would be more of you know they lead by example of like helping the community it's a good like it's a sound word you know they're doing what they got to do and so it makes me proud to be a part you know and to help it in that manner um but it's so funny because um i had someone ask me like oh why haven't you become like a member of like this like church and when yes why haven't you you (laughs) (laughs) when i tell you that the commitment like in me like like it felt like my throat got crushed oh you get hot i was like oh my god and i re- I was like no you know what my issue is that i have i have a commitment issue with the church mm-hmm. and so like i will go and visit anybody's church i'll i'll you know i'll help out do whatever but when it's when it's that step to be a member don't look for me well i ain't gonna be there <laughs> like it's just not it i've always found a way of of like getting out and a lot of that is because of my experience with different churches and different religions and stuff like that and so you know but 
that's that is also not every church right and so i think i will work through that not not saying like i'm going to become a member of a church but i think at least being able to like not have that feeling of mm-hmm. like that commitment issue with the church being able to get rid of that i think would be a really great start for me snaps let me tell you something girl <laughs> No, because I feel like you're bringing alive something that I'm struggling with, too. And I imagine other people might be yeah. also just like in terms of when it comes to religion and spirituality, what are the stories that we tell ourselves, even the stories of hurt? Because yeah. the hurt that has come from the church is real. Yeah, Like, you know, uh, Church Girl came out. So y'all know everybody listen to Beyonce. Beyonce got the world in a chokehold right yes. now. <laughs> and I feel like personally... I love the project. Mm-hmm. Thinking about church girls specifically. Yeah. It's not my favorite song sonically. Personally. Yeah, yeah. Nobody asks me all this. I'm going <laughs> in a different direction. But we care. It's not my favorite sound. Uh-huh. But I do recognize how important. Like it taught it tapped a nerve. Yes. And it's especially a lot of black women and black queer men. Yeah. And and gen- gender non-binary. Like, you know, I want to be inclusive of everyone. But yeah. I feel like it really tapped a nerve of mm-hmm. There has been hurt, unaddressed hurt, and I'm mad, and I still live my life, and I do my thing, mm-hmm. and you're going to take it or you're not going to take it. And yep. I think that that has, like, kind of been pulled up in the cultural zeitgeist right now. Yeah. And how that shows up for me, I think, is not knowing what my religion is or spirituality is, is a part of the story that I've been telling myself for the past, maybe since midway into seminary until now yeah. and I didn't graduated from seminary mad years ago now <laughs> like feeling like oh I'm lost oh I don't know mm-hmm. oh I'm not sure oh maybe yeah. Christianity maybe not that's mm-hmm. been like such a story for me yeah it's like as 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 I move on and as I grow if I'm gonna grow spiritually at what point am I going to become to be anchored and if yeah. anchored in what yeah and if not Christianity because y'all um oh it's crazy how you could feel so like you're over, not over things, but like yeah. you have moved beyond things emotionally, but not necessarily. Um, A couple of months, my grandma passed away. Mm. And, you know, I've talked about my grandma so many times on the yeah. show. And her legacy being such, her legacy and our relationship being so tied up in, in Christianity, in uh, faith in the word and God and whatever. Yeah. Um, a lot of my identity and who I am as a spiritual person is like mixed up in her identity, I think. Right. And now that she has passed, I feel like I'm at an impasse. It's like, mm. okay, Shakira. So the one person who's kind of like keeping you grounded in this life is mm. now no longer in, the, you know, in this right culture, I yeah. guess, is no longer here on this plane. Yeah. And you don't have to hide from anybody. You don't have to flub the truth to anybody. Yeah. If you want to say, I don't believe in God. I mean, I believe in God. But yeah. if you want to say, I'm not a Christian, you can say that. Yeah. Who's going to check you, boo? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but it's like, okay, but I'm a responsible adult, you know, mm, who feels gotcha. agent in my life. Like, I can become anchored in something. Right. So when right, am I going right. to let go of that story of, oh, I don't know, and yeah. say, I'm going to find out and this yeah. is what I believe and this is my yeah. spiritual path and this this is who I am yeah I, mm-hmm. I totally get them and I resonate with that so much because I feel like that that is a step that I took when one when I just des- decided that I was comfortable in in my sexuality right and 
with that saying that I am going to also follow this path of like that, you know, follow the example of Christ, right? When those two things finally met together in the same path, I had a conversation with God where I was like, I know what I've heard about you. I know what people say about, you know, homosexuality. I get that. And I, you know, I had that real moment with God where I was like, if, if you really don't love us, like they say you do, then I need to know because then this will decide where I'm going to go. Mm. But if that's not real, if that's not okay. true, then show me, <laughs> you, know? <laughs> you know, and I, and, and that was it. I had that one conversation and then I felt like my relationship got really real with God that journey that I went on to really find out for myself where mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I'm not going to rely on what people are saying. I want to know, you know, and it, and if you are really after us, like you say, then I, then I want to know, and I'm, I'm going to be open to it. And I think me being open to it really helped because I was able to go where God was leading. And, um, a couple of years later, I was in seminary and I meet you. <laughs> And here we are. So, you know, you're absolutely right. Nothing is by accident. Nothing is by coincidence. You know, everything does happen for a reason. That's for real, for real. So I think it's it's good. We would love to also hear, like, what do y'all think? You know, what is something in our listeners' lives that you want to let go of in this new phase? You know, talk to us. Served you then, don't serve you no more. To keep the conversation going, tell us what you think by following us on Instagram or Twitter at Real Talk on God Talk. The autumn equinox won't arrive until September 22nd. But culturally, at least, here in the US, Labor Day marks the unofficial end of the summer season. And since that's passed, now's a good as time as any to get in sync with the natural cycles of life. It's time for fall. Let's follow what our plant and tree friends do with their leaves and let them go. The word equinox comes from Latin and means equal night, referring to the roughly 12-hour day and 12-hour night that occurs only on the two equinox days of the year. On these special days, we honor the balance and interaction of the light and the dark. This is an ideal time of year to go within and empty out space, physically by clearing out some clutter in the home space. Get rid of that hideous blazer you haven't worn for a couple of seasons and emotionally and energetically by going within and naming the beliefs, habits, and patterns that do not serve you. A first step in letting them go. It's an opportunity to evaluate our old ways of being and use the energy they hold as fertile soil for new creativity and matured visions. Happy Autumn Equinox when it comes. Thank you, y'all. Y'all always making sure we ride around here with the moon reading. So... <clears throat> We've wrapped up our first grand re 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 re, 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 re. opening of <laughs> exactly. Real Talk, Talk. So a podcast for people who skip church for brunch on Sundays. Exactly. Yeah, y'all. So as always, show us love. Follow us on Instagram uh, at Real Talk on God Talk, and talk to us. We asked you a couple of questions. We're gonna post that on Instagram um, and follow us. Let us know what you want us to talk about this season. We are taking all. 
all what what am I, what are we taking suggestions Inquiries, yes. suggestions whatever you want come on we want to play you yeah want to play with us play with us <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah yeah any last words uh love i love it <laughs> and with that we will catch you on the next one peace bye i don't believe in god i know god i love me some jesus <laughs> too much that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> That's on the next episode. It's the moon reading. I rock with you, Yaya. It's all love. They better listen to this advice. We good. You crazy, girl. This is what this show is about, all right? We With keep the it real. real and real talk that God is.